I'm Brian Stanton, host of Teaching While Queer, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on episode 132 of Podcast PD, we're discussing trends and predictions for the evolution of professional development for educators. Let's start the show. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day, except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Podcast PD. My name is Chris Nessie, at Mr. Nessie on Twitter, and I am joined, as always, for, I don't know, we'll say the 132nd time, the incomparable podcast paisano, AJ Bianco. What's up, buddy? What's up, Christopher? Probably isn't the 132nd time. I've missed a few episodes. You, you, yeah, you've missed a couple. But me, well, I'm like the Iron Man of this show. You are. You are like the show. I think without you, it might be done. <laughs> uh, things are good? Things are wonderful. Little, little wonderful. rain by you? Little rain? A lot of rain. A lot of rain. I'm supposed to play golf on uh, tomorrow. We have a day off. I'm supposed to play golf, but I think we're going to cancel that. Maybe it's just hit the rain. range? Uh, maybe. maybe. Maybe just the clubhouse. Like, maybe just the clubhouse. Maybe just a little <laughs> breakfast. Throw back a little finger sandwiches. There you go. A couple of root beers. Sit around, watch the rainfall. <laughs> talk about nice. life. Yeah, talk, ponder, about ponder the ponderable. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but everything is good, man. Everything is good. How about yourself? What do you got going on in your world? I also have a day off tomorrow. We're recording this the day before the Jewish holiday. So Yom Kippur. Yom, Yom Kippur. So is, is that a happy Yom Kippur that we say? I know you have some um, Jewish people in your life. I don't know if it's a happy. So like uh, Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. Yom Kippur is like the, is the time where you basically look at the past year and figure out how you can be a better person. So I'm not sure if it's a happy Yom Kippur, but it's Yom Kippur. Okay. Uh, so it's reflective in nature. It's reflective, yeah. So I guess you'd be happy, right? Okay. Well, well, we are not doing a Yom Kippur edition of Podcast <laughs> PD. Uh, it seems like we're always doing a Yom Kippur edition. Always, we're always yeah, reflecting. We're always reflecting. I <laughs> uh, want to give a quick shout out. Again, if you did not know, we do this program live on the last Sunday of the month, and sometimes we have an audience. So hello to Amanda Fox checking in from Kentucky, and of course, the incomparable executive producer herself, Stephanie Scrocky checking in from New Jersey. I think Stephanie's like the iron woman of this show. She's definitely the iron woman of the think, audience. I think I think once when she went live, I think she's been to every episode. Yeah. That's why we appreciate her. All right. Truth. AJ, enough about the weather, because it sucks. Enough about yeah. the Yankees. We don't even talk about baseball. They suck. No, we don't talk baseball. We don't uh, do that anymore. Let's talk about professional development. Let's talk about something that does not suck. That sucks too. Oh, it does? Okay. Sometimes. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> AJ, what is in in your mind? What is the current state of professional development in the world of education? You know, that's a really hard question. When you when you pre- when you presented this topic to me, I was intrigued by it, right? Because personally, I feel so far removed, right? Why is that? When well, I'll explain. Okay. Well, give, um, give me a second. Uh, 
when you think about like, let's go back like 2009, 2010, right? We like 20 years ago. That's a long time ago. I know. We were on Twitter. We were doing the things. We were, we were meeting up with people, doing these conversations, you know, hashtag this, hashtag that, follow this conversation, be part of this chat. You know, that was the PD. And that's how this started, right? Yeah. Podcast PD was, was a chat before it was a podcast. But, you know, we were doing our PD from that and we were learning from others who were very much willing to share. And I, and I think we've all kind of shied away now from Twitter, right? That's not a thing that we use very much for PD anymore. I know there's still chats and other stuff, but I'm not really following that because life I, has gotten in the way. I, I think people use it. Yeah. Uh, nothing I put out there gets any traction at the moment. Well, that's where I think I'm going with this. I think like, I think priorities have shifted. I think the big players who were doing this for a long time, who we connected with early on, were very much into the PD, and then they kind of went to other other things. We tried out uh, um, what was the one that we did a couple of years ago with the talking clubhouse. clubhouse. Clubhouse, right? Right. Tried that for a little bit. That was PD, and you know, and, and like I see, I feel like now that we've shifted, right? And if you shift from like TikTok and, and Instagram. While it's great PD and it's great things to learn, it's very much one-sided. It's very much, here's the idea, you can have it, you know? when we were doing, Or here's the idea, you can go pay for it. Okay, that's another thing too, yeah, right? And I think, I think when we were very active, I think the PD was out there. And I think it was everybody sharing ideas and feeling comfortable sharing ideas. And I think now that's not the thing anymore. I think sharing ideas is still there, but again, one-sided, you know, it's, it's almost like a sit and get. Right. And now it's sit and find. Right. So you have to find what you're looking for. I I I have not been in on the the uh the circuit of presentations. I don't know what conferences are out there anymore. I we have EdCamp coming up in November, which is our go-to. Great PD there. But like when we used to think about it, there was an EdCamp popping up around New Jersey and New York every weekend. There was there was always a, a mini conference somewhere, there was a coffee EDU. I don't know if it's COVID or I don't know if it's the passion. I don't know if it's the time and, and people's commitments, but I feel like for me, I'm so far removed from all that, that it's kind of played a part in who I am mentally right now. You know, it, it's weird. And, you know, maybe the person who's listening will also be thinking this, but everything you just described, it's funny because you did not mention what we would consider to be traditional professional development mm-hmm. as being a thing. Like, you you mentioned the PD that only a small selection of us educators have participated mm. in over, you know, that period of time since say like 2008, 2009, right? The, the people who are on Twitter, small percentage of educators, the people right. who are on uh, or not on, but attending ed camps and mm-hmm. taking right, the yeah. initiative to pursue professional development is still a very small percentage of the educators. I know, you know, here at the start of this school year, Obviously, you mentioned EdCamp New Jersey is coming up in November, mm-hmm. and the opening faculty meeting in my building this year, I was able to get a few minutes of the agenda to promote that, that it's going to be in our building, you know, would love to have you be there, need information, go here, need, want to talk to me, you know, I'm available. And I know that there are people in that room at my school who legitimately thought, oh, that's a Saturday. Why would I come to school on a Saturday? Mm-hmm. So like, there's still that mentality of... Why should I go above and beyond to get professional development beyond yeah. what a school or my district provides me? Yeah. You know what? And, and I, I didn't think of that because I got to be honest, the PD that I've been a part of for my school and the PD that I've developed for my school, it's been good. They've had good presenters. They've had conversations, but it's really a lot of sit and get with a little bit of mixture of you know people sharing. 
And, and I think right now, I, I feel like a lot of the PD is just tell me what I need to know. You know, I think we're going back to that. Like, what do I need to know? What do I need to do to make it work for my classroom? You know, what yeah. do we need to do to make it better for the school? I know people are in, innovative and I know they're still trying to like figure out what could work, but I think a lot of it is really rooted in just tell me, I'll do it, but I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, do you, do you feel that way at all as, as, as a teacher yourself? Like, do you feel that when, when admin is presenting PD to you? Oh, when admin is presenting PD to me and I, I really appreciate my admin. I know the lengths they go to do the job that they have to do. And, you know, from talking to you, I know and have a good sense of what an administrator has to do and what they're responsible for. But my God, sit and get PD. I have, I've been doing this since 2008, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand sit and get professional development. Yeah. I also loathe when I have to pretend I'm a student in professional development to experience whatever they're trying to teach me. So mm-hmm. I also have that mentality of tell me what I need to know and let me go try and do it. Give me that sandbox time to play and kind of figure stuff out and what it will mean for me and what it's going to look like for my kid. You know, when you were in the classroom, nobody likes mandates, but mm-hmm. they happen, yeah. right? You have your school initiative, you have your district goals, your school goals, and how is what you want to learn going to align to that? Yep. Yep. You know, and I hate it because like when I did my, when I was presenting, you know, when I was the height of my pre- presenting, whatever I was doing. Right? When your so name height. was in the lights. No, not even that. Like when I was in the height, <laughs> like when I was like in it, you know what I mean? Like I, the last, let's say five years now in admin and, you know, a year of COVID. So let's say six years since I've, I've taken the admin role. I feel like I've been out of it, right? I, I, that, that's got to be a whole issue unto itself. Yeah. For me, I, I yeah, it is, you know, and I feel like I, I don't. I didn't like the sit and get aspect of it. I still don't like it now. But again, a lot of what I feel like, even like like faculty meetings, how many times we, we've talked to Rich Chiz, we've talked to other people who are like, flip your faculty meetings. Like, do you guys have time for that right now? Do you have time if I flip my faculty? Are you going to watch another video or another recording and, and be prepared for what we are going to do? Like, again, do you then want to be the student? Like no matter how engaging it is, like a lot of our faculty meetings is just straight up like you've asked us questions over the last month. Here's your answers. Here's what you need to know. Here's the MTSS proje- process. Here's the 504 process. Here's what you need to know about um, our uh, school climate initiative. Here's what we talked about during the school safety teams. You know, it's a lot of like it's not an email because you're not going to sit and, write and read the email. Right. Not or, that you won't do it. Busy. You're busy people. Do you? You're busy okay. people. Let me ask you this, AJ. In 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 your building, are there meetings, fac- we'll say faculty meetings, where yeah. you and your principal have to present stuff and simply because everybody showed up and signed into that meeting, that counts as being there for this important training? Could be state testing, could be something for you know safety or the nurses yeah. have to speak and because you're all there, that counts as the training. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's what we do because- Otherwise, we use up team meeting time, which we feel is more important for teams to meet than have our faculty meeting. So just thinking about it, right? Our our opening day faculty meeting was the welcome back, teacher evaluations, big news and all that. Our next um, faculty meeting, which was you know two weeks ago now, um, that was really the, the process of what we're going to do with our PDPs. So we talked about the PDPs. Our October meeting is strictly going to be for our counselors to present 
about the MTSS process and 504s and HIBs, you know? So like already now, we've taken two months. Oh, and SEL. We're going to throw SEL in there too. We've taken two of our faculty meetings that we could use for, for fun and engaging things, but we have to deliver this information, you know? And then we're going to do it again in March or April when we start doing training for testing, you know? And then there's some meetings that we're not, uh, some months we're not going to have a meeting, you know? So like in reality, where we have all these faculty meetings, we're trying to use them as best we can. We're trying to use them, you know, wisely because we don't want our teachers sitting there, you know, just to sit there. We have things we have to deliver, but I think out of the 10 months, I would say four, four months are mandatory with meetings. We have to cover this, right? And then a month here, there, a month, month here, a month there, we're going to cancel, right? So other meetings are just going to be like, okay, here's the information you need. Here's what's been going on. Right. And, and that's where, you know, and, and it, I don't want to take this totally into, you know, the purpose right, of faculty right. meetings, but a lot of that could be an email or, yes. you know, be, be the principal who sit down at your desk, make a quick video, disseminate the information. And, you know, then you're responsible for it. I think that you could put some more responsibility on teachers to, Hey, this was sent to you. It's your responsibility to consume that content. Mm -hmm. And now you're responsible for that information. Right. 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 But I think, again, with some of these meetings, it, it's like we do with some of the kids or a lot mm -hmm. of the kids. We're measuring seat time. And yeah. if you're measuring seat time, you are measuring the wrong end of the learner, if oh, that's the priority. So, you know, the meetings are contractual. Well, why don't we change it? So that kind of gets into this whole thing of what does the future of PD look like? You know, what, what, what can it look like in a building? Um, what does it look like with things like ed camps and conferences? Like how is that all changing? You know, but actually what I want to hit on first is, you know, you said it's been like six years since you've been like in it. Yeah. What kind of PD do administrators get? Right. I mean, do you have the opportunity to go to like, what is it? And like the national association of school, like, can you go to these conferences? Yeah. Like, how, like what's there for you and people who are also in your role? Well, so this, this is hard, right? And, and like, I used to do a lot of PD. I used to go to a lot of these things and sign up for a lot of, a lot of these conferences and, and workshops and all that. But like, I find it very difficult to give up a day, right? Like I know what's on my calendar going forward and giving up a day is very difficult. Just like a teacher, right? It's hard to give up a day because you know what you're coming back to. Being out of the building for a day is going to be difficult. Um, for, for, for me personally in Bergen County in New Jersey, we have the Bergen County Principals and Supervisors Association. They try to do PD for us, right? Um, in New Jersey, we have the NJPSA, which is a fantastic organization that delivers PD for teachers and administrators. Um, it's in, in central Jersey. Yes, central Jersey. And you can go there, but there's a cost. There's a travel time. Um, it's, it's another day I have to give up and it's hard to do that. Yes, there's the conference as well that, that's coming up in October, but I was going to sign up for it because Broody Cafele was going and there's something dedicated to assistant principals. But at the same time, like it's the middle of October. I can't really give up time here at home because the kids have sports and Jamie's got her stuff, you know? So like, I, I can't, I can't do that in a live setting. Yeah. If it was virtual, I'll be all over it. But a lot, you know, a, a lot of these places have gone virtual, but there are workshops available, but a lot of them, I don't feel like cater to what I'm looking for. You know, I know what I need and I just can't find that. So what I've been doing, and I know we've talked about this on previous episodes is I keep signing up for like like Corwin sends out like, here's this webinar, join, 
you know, and I'll sit down on it and I'll listen to it for a little bit. And if I don't like it, I'll back out and I'll watch the replay at some point, you know, but that, that's, that's been my PD lately. And I don't love it. I don't, I don't feel like I'm getting what I need to improve. What, I don't feel like I have the it, time. Is to it improve. the content or is it the fact that you're kind of limited to how you're consuming it or getting access to that information? I, th- I think it's the content. Like, I don't think the content is, is fantastic. Like, it's a lot of like, here's your information. You know, this is what worked for me. You know, same, yeah. typical, typical stuff, right? Yeah. But, you know, I'm still looking like, because I still want to learn. I still want to get better. My PD is, is what it's been lately. It's been reading books and listening to podcasts. Yay, podcasts. Yeah, so listen. I don't, I don't always record, but I, I like listening. <laughs> I hear you. I hear Sometimes you. Sometimes it's easier to press play than press record. Yeah. <laughs> Could certainly go by a lot quicker. You know, and I, I guess that's that's similar for me. You know, I would like to, I mean, there is so much out there for social studies teachers, teachers, you know, being interested in education technology. I mean, you know, now when I scroll TikTok, I'm on that side of TikTok where it's, again, kind of what you said before, where it's a lot of, hey, here's this, here's this, here's this. Mm-hmm. You know, TikTok is, is a lot of, like my show, it's a lot of mm-hmm. recommendations. Right. Check out the, check this out. Right. So I'm getting bombarded with, you know, AI tool after AI tool after AI tool after That's AI tool right now, after right? AI tool after AI tool. You get the point, right? Yeah. <laughs> 50 prompts for your English classroom. Here's 100 prompts for your social studies classroom. Here's 100 prompts for an administrator. Like, I don't need the prompts. Like, <laughs> it's not what I'm going to use it for. Like, stop bombarding me. Yeah. The, the, and, the, and I don't uh, have time to check algorithm. out those tools. As much as I love all right. that stuff, I can check out maybe one or two, right? And, right. you know, what am I going to employ or what's going to actually help me do what I want to do? And then, mm-hmm. then again, in that Roman space, you know, I see, you know, here is, you know, how, how to move beyond the, you know, say move, move beyond chat GPT and move on to the next. It's like people haven't mastered that, right? right. And we're at the beginning. And this is just, this is a little AI rant. We're just at the Go beginning of that and what it's going to do for educators, for teachers, for administrators. And, and right now this is the worst it's going to be. I can't stress that enough. It's only going to get better, you know? So I, I, I'd like to say the same thing about professional development, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when, uh, when, when we talk about the idea of ed camps and unconferences, you know, I'm, I'm in the thick of planning one, right? Ed camp, New Jersey. I, I don't know if I'm the only one who describes it this way, but I'm pretty sure it's the biggest freaking ed camp in the world in terms of the number of people who register, the number mm-hmm. of people who attend. I don't know that there's a bigger one, mm-hmm. right? And we're trying to look and go bigger and get more people, right? But do people even care about that anymore? Are there more people who are like, I don't want to give up the Saturday. I don't want to go anywhere. Right. I mean, I'll be honest with you, right? Because of the timing for us for Ed Camp, I'm able to go because November is a slow month. There's no sports really. You know, that Saturday is dedicated every year to the ed camp. If you gave me an ed camp in October, Chris, I don't have time for that anymore. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you just, you said at the beginning when I said 2009, 2010, you know, we're talking what, 15 years ago at this point, right? Yeah. 14 years ago, life has changed in 14 years. That, that's before both of us had children. You're, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So it's just, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely different. And I, and I feel like education is different now since, since COVID. So I don't even know like what the PD is out there for people and what everybody's getting and what's working for them. I'm very curious about that. Cause again, I feel like I'm out of the loop as I was texting with you the other day. Yeah. Well, l- let me throw this out there. So for the person who is listening right now uh, on, on the podcast side, you know, based on what AJ and I are talking about and some of the questions we've asked, 
you know, send us your thoughts. You know, you, you can email us, you can tweet at us or X at us. Um, <laughs> send yeah, us your thoughts. What, what does PD look like for you right now, depending on your role, right? Are, are you ed camping? Are you loving your district PD? If you are, what is your district doing that's making you love the professional development that you are getting? Because I'll be honest, I don't love the PD I get. Although this year, um, I'll give an example in social studies in English there, they re-signed up my school and district for achieve 3000, which is a, mm. you know, reading yeah. program, you know, kids are, they read it. It does the Lexile level, a lot of mm-hmm. AI behind the scenes to help kids mm-hmm. get better at reading. All right. Um, the woman who presented from achieve 3000 to the social studies teacher, our supervisor made a point of making sure that they sent somebody who taught social studies hmm. who could speak social studies with us and has walked in our shoes as history teachers at middle or high school level yeah. and could then really relate what achieve 3000 can do to what we do. Cause this person understands what it means to teach history and how to effectively integrate it. So I did find that valuable and I did appreciate not just having another rando presenter who's there to sell you on the stuff and either a never taught hasn't taught in a long time or never taught what you taught and has no idea what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it too. It's like, you don't want to be told what to do by someone who's, you know, Oh, you're not even in the classroom anymore. Like, okay, but I was, (laughs) you know, like at some point we're all going to leave the classroom, (laughs) right? That's true. We're all going to want to do things outside of the classroom. So I don't like that excuse. I never, I never really did. Right. We got a, uh, Comment here from friend of the podcast, Alex Podchasky. Throw that up here. PD is no longer tactical. It has to go back to being strategic. We're at a crossroads for how education needs to evolve, and we need to go back to the philosophy behind how we teach more than how to get more content in or more technology into the classroom. AJ, your thoughts? I'm just I'm, I'm reading that one again. So share your thoughts first. I'm just re- I'm rereading that one. I, I think it, it it speaks to how PD is planned or scheduled Mm -hmm. and what is the purpose, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, I'm sure that there are teachers out there who every year they come into the school and, you know, were they ever consulted with what PD is going to be provided or what new tools are available or, Hey, we don't have this tool anymore in, in the district. Why was it taken away? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, nobody asked, but Hey, a bunch of us use this tool or, you know, we don't have this access to this service anymore. Why not? Or why is this blocked? It, like we all want it on, like we, we all deal with that. Um, but I think Alex is right in that, you know, that philosophy has to change and you, you got to look at who is making the decisions in these cases, right? Yeah. You know, that, we're, we're looking at you curriculum directors or supervisors of instruction and you know, what, what is, yeah, no. what is their goal? Right. right. No matter what it is, it's got to be relevant. It's got to be meaningful. It's got to have a purpose. You know, I, I think I think he's extremely correct with, with, with what he says about it being strategic. You know, yeah. And, and here's what it can't be. And I'm pretty sure you have seen this too, where you get people in education who are trying to make their mark. Right? What initiative can I bring in that's going to pad my resume so I can be able to move from the role I'm currently in and you know, I've got my eyes set on the next rung on the ladder. 
And is it, is what I'm doing good for kids and for teachers, or is it going to make me look good? Because I can say, Hey, I did this. I'm never going to tell you if it worked or not, but I did it. Mm-hmm. Right. What are the results of what you tried to do? I see that. Yeah. 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 As I'm looking at our, our notes. Your notes. What, that's what I was looking at as well. Yes, sir. Um, one of the things I think we just kind of touched on is, you know, why it's important to involve teachers in PD planning. Now, AJ, I know when you were in the classroom, you know, I still have to do it too. We have to do our annual PDP or professional mm-hmm. development plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how realistic those are, you know, uh, <laughs> that, yeah. that goes back to, and, and again, you know, AJ and I have a very small purview of what PD is because we're both in New Jersey and, you know, we know some of you who are listening or watching, you know, you are in different places where there are different PD requirements, you know, where you've got to strictly accumulate so many hours of continuing, continuing education in order to like, keep your license, keep your job. And I know they sort of had that in New Jersey yeah, where you had to get that 20 hours and you had to do a hundred hours in five years. But even when they were mandating that, who was checking it and what more than a slap right. on the wrist would happen if you didn't accumulate exactly. through it. We had, we had a hundred hours in one year. Yeah. Like, well, well, now you reset for next year. It's like, what do you mean? Now I got to reset for next year. I'm going to have a hundred years every year, a hundred hours every year. Like, why can't you just carry it over? Like, no, no, you had a hundred move over now. Go, That's where they should have gamified professional development hours, <laughs> like a leaderboard. I mean, there was that, there were those years there where you and I were like, like you just said hundreds of 150, I think I had 144 hours one year. Yeah. Which is pathetic. But <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, it's Th- those big years, it was for me in my district, it was because I was taking master's courses and you yeah, got yeah. like, that's true too. Boku right. hours for you're getting right. cl- you're classes. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah know, right. or, or, you know, for, for like ed camp, I get hours for organizing for and planning ed mm-hmm. camp. I'll put it to you this way. The hours I get credit for is nowhere near the amount of hours it actually takes to plan and put on an ed camp, <laughs> you know? We'll just, we'll leave that, we'll leave that alone. Yeah. But I will we'll say if I only had put EdCamp on my thing at the end of the year for how many hours? You'd be okay. I'd be okay. Just yeah. doing and planning a conference. Go right. figure. Right. And then there's all this other stuff that I do. Right. Which we were talking about before the show. All the other stuff that you do, plus, you know, you have to do your safe schools. So that's hours of PD that is wrapped up and sitting in front of a computer. Is Which, it meaningful? by the way. Is, there, is hey, it meaningful? Go ahead. Uh... I mean, I, I've known for years, don't touch somebody else's blood. Don't, don't make sexual harassing comments to people. The same videos. <laughs> Be racially same, sensitive. I mean. Same videos every year. Same questions. You know. Let me give a 1-800 pro tip to you teachers out there that have to do some type of video-based PD that your district makes you do. Watch every um, second of it. Watch every second of it? No, that's not it. Oh, sorry. Uh, I do mine in August. Yeah. So. I'm done. I've, I've watched all the videos. I've, I've done all that. That is done. I do not have yep. to worry about that. Yep. 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 So yeah. Yeah. Get it done when you don't have to do it. Yeah. I usually do it when the Yankees are on the West coast in the middle of August <laughs> and I'm up late and I can watch the game and watch the PD. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, AJ, let's finish up our conversation here with what do you think PD will look like? I won't even say five years, let's say three years. Will we see any change to PD over the next three years, positive or negative? Well, a change, a change in what way? Like, I, I don't know where PD is going to go. Like, are we just focusing? Why on, don't you on... know where it's going to go? That's, that's the whole point of this episode yeah, is I, to give people the right. answers. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the answer. 
if it's sit and get PD, I'm sorry. If we're still doing this in three years, this profession is just miserable. Um, I, I feel <laughs> like, I feel like I, I, I don't want to go with this. I, I, I think because I want it to be that it's going to shift back. I think we'll be doing more of that like flipped PD. I feel like we'd be doing more of the engaged PD and less sit and get because hopefully we're not going to be changing initiatives every year. We'll have something steady and solid and, and, and be able to kind of put things in place for our schools. So I think that we'll have more hands-on, you know, collaborative PD. I, I, I think, um, I think podcasts and that kind of stuff is still going to take off. And I think that's going to become meaningful for, for many educators still, but I have no idea. Because I, I don't know where this I don't know where this profession is going anymore, and that's an interesting statement unto itself. Mm. Maybe that'll be our October episode. Where is education going? Mm. There you go. <laughs> uh, before I share my thoughts on where I think PD is going in the next three years, let's say, um, want to find out if you get value from the conversations here on Podcast PD, you could consider supporting our efforts. You can give back to Podcast PD on a monthly or a yearly basis. You can give $10 per month, or you can do $100 for the year to help us continue to produce this program. As a special thank you, all executive producers will receive an exclusive Podcast PD executive producer sticker. But that's not all. You could also receive a mug and a t-shirt if you do that yearly support. If you want to become an executive producer, go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer. And we want to thank our current executive producers, Holly Landez, Sandy Hartman, and of course, Stephanie Scrocky. For more information, go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer. And thank you to all three for supporting the show. Maybe you will be our next executive producer. Stephanie just had a great uh, quote before you share your thinking. I like what she had said there. All right, I'll pull it up. Go ahead says that I think it'll take more than three years. I think there has been such a focus on learning loss that we've gone backwards in a way PD wise. And I think she has a great point there. I think, you know, I, I guess we're still trying to play catch up. So I think that's why PD has been so lame and just like, here's what you need. Go do this. I think she has a point. I think it makes sense. I, I think she does. And, and it's, I think it stems to the, this idea of this learning loss and kids coming again, we're a few years removed from the pandemic and COVID learning and virtual and remote and all of that. Now, how do we fix it? How do, how do we help those kids, right? Who are in third and fourth grade or, you know, kids who had their middle school experience disrupted, you know, what does that look like and how can we help those kids? Now, I'll be honest. I don't know if the PD we're getting relates to that or is even mm -hmm. helpful to fix that. Right. I don't know if there is a fix or if we should just be kind of moving forward and doing the best you can. Not really sure, right? I'm not a, I don't get paid enough to figure those things out. Um, oh, Stephanie also says, uh, as we get back to where we were pre-pandemic and people can afford the choices and flexibility. So maybe people oh, don't feel that they point, can yeah. do those things, right? That's a great point. There's a lot of pressure on you as an administrator. I don't mean you specifically, but to get your school performance up, to get those test mm -hmm. scores up and get that mm -hmm. data going in the right direction. You know, maybe you too. feel like I can't take that time away. And you kind of alluded to that, right? There's things you'd love to yeah. go to, but right. ah, I got to be in my school at the same time and I can't make yep. both happen. Yep. All right. My thoughts for the future of PD. I, I feel like I'm going to be AJ talking about the Yankees where it's going to sound a Ooh. little pessimistic. Yes. In that 
<laughs> Welcome yes. to my universe. Yes. Last episode pissed off about reading. This episode pissed off about PD. Yes. <laughs> um, I just think that, I, again, I know what I'd like to see, but I think this whole trending to what it was pre-pandemic is going to roll back in a negative way. I'd love to see educators get more excited about connecting and, you know, learning, you know, via social media and being more proactive in getting the professional development they need, right? Whether it's listening to podcasts, consuming TikTok or joining Facebook groups or attending webinars, yep. reading, reading the books, you know, I hope there's an increase in teachers going above and beyond what their schools provide them. Hmm. That's what I'd like to see. As for what schools provide teachers, I don't think that's going to change in my time in education, hmm. right? Maybe you've hmm. got some districts that will try to do an ed camp or an unconference type PD day mm -hmm. throughout mm -hmm. the year. Maybe you give mm -hmm. teachers choice, you know, but the difference is, you know, an actual ed camp or an unconference gives teachers choice. I think districts do the, uh, the David Blaine version where it's the illusion smoke and mirrors version of choice okay. where you still might be pushing some type of an agenda and it's not truly choose your own adventure PD. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I hope that that changes. So two things, I want teachers to be more proactive in seeking out professional development. And number two, I would like to see districts really change what it means to offer professional development to not only their classroom teachers, but I'd love to see it change for administrators like yourself to get them feeling comfortable being out of the building to go attend things mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe really shaping because next to teachers, the building level administrator is closest to what's happening in the building. Yeah. Right. So yeah. wake up superintendents and supervisors who haven't been in the classroom in a long time, get into classrooms, see what's going on, it. ask questions. I love it. And that's all I got to say about that. There you go. <laughs> and there's your hazard take minute. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that'll do it for episode 132 of podcast PD. Get us your thoughts about this conversation. You can email us feedback at podcastpd.com or send us a lovely, send us a lovely voice message. Go to podcastpd.com slash feedback. Uh, we will be back at the end of October. We're going to be back on Sunday, October 29th. It'll be all tricks, no treats because we can't give mm. away candy on the internet. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, scary. Good episode. Scary. Good. Yes. We'll go. talk about something that's not scary in education. How about that? <laughs> if it's possible. Yeah. So come back out Sunday, October 29th for episode 133. And uh, as a last reminder, don't forget to text podcast PD. We are powering a little text community via remind. And if you want to text with us, text at podcast PD to 81010. AJ, say goodbye. I owe you a podcast recommendation. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, damn. Go ahead. All right. So, so this is. Wait, uh, hold on. Oh, all right. So What's I'm, AJ I'm, listening to? I'm getting away from education. This is a recommendation from uh, my my principal, Mr. Ryan Opperly. So he uh, shared this with me. It's called Strike Force Five. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. You, heard, go ahead. you, you got this one. You know this. Uh, I've I've been listening. Go ahead. Okay. So I'll just read the synopsis here. Okay. Late night talk show hosts Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver are teaming up for a new podcast to support their striking writers and out-of-work staff. Strike Force 5 welcomes you to a conversation between five rival colleagues 
for an inside look at late night television. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> it, it is funny. I have, uh, I've seen some video clips on social media. I've yeah. been listening to the show. Yeah. If, if you good. didn't think that these five guys were friends, they are certainly having a good time together and yeah. they're not enemies by any stretch. No, definitely not. Definitely never not. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy that one. Live it up for a little bit. There was actually, uh, I saw a clip in, I forget it was the last episode or the one before that, where they're talking about the NBC store in Rockefeller Center, where okay. obviously you got like Jimmy Fallon merchandise and you got mm -hmm. Seth Meyers merchandise. And they were like, Seth Meyers was like, you might think that the name of my show is 50% off because that's what's on top of all the racks with my merchandise. And it's like a whole wall of the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon that's merchandise. Right. So it, it is funny. And uh, certainly, you know. The sponsor money is going to a great cause. Great you know. cause. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, you know what else might change uh, with his writer strike? People listening to more podcasts. So yeah, we'll see. if you have a friend who's missing their favorite show, have them tune into this one. <laughs> Just what they want to do. Yes. Maybe next week, uh, next week, next month, uh, we'll do the last week tonight version of Podcast PD. Okay. There you go. And I'll get my, uh, my button all ready. There you go. <laughs> all right. We'll see everybody next month. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. See you in October. Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. To connect with the show on social media, we are at PodcastPD on Instagram and Twitter, and we share using the hashtag PodcastPD. To connect with AJ and myself, we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you, so please go to PodcastPD.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message, whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy, and we hope you enjoy Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening, we appreciate your sharing, and we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care. <laughs>